welcome to the C3 Camden podcast. For more information about our church, please visit www.c3camden.church. We are so thrilled that you're listening today and we hope you enjoy the message. Hi everyone and welcome and also if you're visiting with us today, great to have you visiting and feel free to hang around afterwards and have a coffee and tea at the back and have a chat and get to know us more. Ali, I think you did so well there. You know, comprehension is not my strong point. So if I ever had to do that, I would be... um, I just wouldn't do it, I don't think. (laughs) So good on you. It's cool. Well, I reckon... um, I don't know. It's kind of like we say it's an encounter service, but I don't know. I think probably every time we're at church, it's an encounter service in some way. So I don't want there to be like a pressure of, oh, I've got to have, what's this encounter thing I have to, you know, do I have to find something encounter? It's not, it's not kind of like that. We're just going to, just going to uh, open our hearts to God and, uh, and continue this afternoon. And I, I, I believe God wants to bring encouragement to us today. And, uh, and I think he wants to remind us that, uh, that we're probably doing better than we think. I reckon he wants to say to many of you, Keep going. You're doing well. And uh, you might feel like uh, you're facing some things. You might feel like you're not sure how you're going. But I reckon he'd say to you, uh, be encouraged. And, uh, you know, just this morning, Rowan and I were praying together. And I don't think we normally pray together on Sunday mornings. Like, it's not a thing that we always do. But this morning, he's getting ready to go away. So it was just like, oh, you know, let's, I'll pray for you and you pray for me for the week ahead because we're not going to see one another. And we were praying and Rowan just uh, prayed this. He, he prayed, uh, Lord, help us to acknowledge the situations that we're in and what we're facing and roll our cares upon you. And I, I got my phone out and started. And he's like, what are you doing? We're, I'm praying. And I was like, I know you're praying, but I just want to write that down. Acknowledge the reality of the situations we're in. Authentically, honestly, and roll our cares onto him. And during the week, so yeah, I wanted to share that with you because I I just thought when he said that, I was like, that's it, that's what we want to do. And during the week, I came across a podcast somehow. I was searching through, looking through stuff, and I came across a, a podcast, which I haven't listened to yet, but I was intrigued by uh, the name of it. I'm not necessarily going to listen to it, but I was, interested, I was interested to see. Actually, it was a, an Instagram post someone put up about that they'd been a guest speaker on this podcast, and so I knew the guest person who was the guest speaker, but I, you know, they were referring to this podcast. But it interested me because it's called... And it's a secular podcast. It's called We Can Do Hard Things. I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but it's by uh, someone called Glennon Doyle and uh, who, re- who released a book at the very start of the pandemic called Untamed. And apparently it became a lifeline for millions. I, I didn't know about it. I think she's American. Um, and she said she watched in awe from her home while the simple phrase, we can do hard things, became a catchphrase um, and a worldwide rally cry. Well, I'm not sure whether it reached Australia. Has anyone heard it? Maybe a few of you? Yeah? And so basically the premise, the idea is, and this is talking about particularly through lockdown, 
Life's freaking hard. We all do hard things every day. We love and we lose. We forge and end friendships, battle addiction, illness, loneliness, care for children and parents, struggle in our jobs, our marriages, our divorce and, uh, and divorces. We try to set and hold boundaries. We fight for equality, purpose, joy and peace right in the midst of the hard. And, on we, and, and so then she goes on to say we can do hard things. They discuss this idea that we can do hard things and as humanity we are resilient people and uh, we are stronger than we think. And I thought, wow, a secular person can say that about human resilience and human strength and what we can get through. How much more can we have Jesus as our Lord, our strength, who gives us his amazing abiding grace? How much more can we get through and can we say that um, we can do hard things? And uh, this Bible's full of people who did hard things. Uh, most of the people who, who we talk about, who we, we you know, think of as being the, the big names of the Bible that, you know, that we read about and we tell stories about and think, you know, called the, the greats of the Bible, they faced hard things. But they did so while they were rolling their, as they rolled, whilst they were able to roll their cares upon him. And that's not always something that I think uh, that they did straight away. You know, the Psalms are full of, of the cry of the heart of, uh, of, of, of well, many Psalms of David and, and others of acknowledgement of situations, of pouring out real time, real, uh, real situations, real challenges. And, uh, you know, and I, and I had this sort of the picture, I mentioned it to Ali before, of, you know, it's, it's like, and I'm not, you know, my Rowan and some of our kids played t-ball and base, softball, baseball, but I got this picture of, like, batting in the dark or batting with your eyes closed and you really haven't got much chance of, of hitting the ball if, you're not, if you can't really see. But there's this idea that, Actually, maybe, and you, you know, and, and you think oh, I'm probably missing. I feel like I'm missing. I feel like this is this this ball. This you know, this is coming at me, and I'm I'm probably missing more than I'm hitting, and I'm probably not doing very well right now. But it's like I feel like this is this 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 something of God that would say, you know what, you may be actually hitting more than you even realise, and uh, maybe you feel like you're battling with your eyes closed, and it feels vulnerable, and you feel like oh. I just don't think I'm being, I'm very good at, most, at some of this stuff. And maybe you're embracing some of, you know, the reality of some fears or some failures or some disappointments. But you'll get there. Keep going. You'll figure it out. We don't have to have it all figured out. We're on a journey. I know that's a really cliche thing to say, but it, it is actually true. We are on a journey, and this Bible tells us of people just like us, men and women and boys and girls and... You know, people who were like us, who were on a journey and they faced things and uh, they failed at times and they didn't always get it right. But I want to say, don't give up. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about uh, that song that we sing um, that talks about this. And actually, I think Mitch uh, Hammond, who was here last week from IJM, mentioned this, this verse at the end of his message. Uh, about the prophet Elisha and, and the, the, the army that was surrounding 
um, you know, in that, in that story, the army that was surrounding them and they were, they were coming after Elisha and they were, they were, I had a personal, you know, they were coming after him personally and, and Elisha's, uh, you know, servant, I'm not going to go into this description in a big way, look it up, it's, it's, an, it's a random story, but it's like Elisha's servant says, oh, you know, we're surrounded, you know, what, what are we going to do? And, and uh, you know, Elisha is able to say, well, um, actually, you know, what, what, what you need to see is that God's, what God has surrounding us is way more than, than this physical army. And it's like, wow, you know, imagine that. Imagine if our eyes could be opened, that we could have illumination and insight and, and that we could see the, the, the Lord's army and we could see that with our spiritual eyes and we could know in faith, although it's not seen to everyone, we could see with eyes of faith and we would know that that is greater than the army in the natural. I mean, what, what an amazing thing. That was Elisha's focus. He, yes, he saw the Syrian army. He saw the army and he knew they were after him, but he knew God's army was greater. I wonder if maybe we've got things in our life that are coming against us, but you know, God maybe wants us to open our eyes and give us insight and give us um, and a fresh illumination to be able to see that he has something greater going on in the big picture. And it may look like, I'm coming back to the song, and that song, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles and, you know. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And... Uh, and so I saw that picture for us today. I saw the picture of the, the hitting of the baseball and there endeth my sports and story analogies. I'm not... But, you know, do you get what I'm saying? You know, you're kind of hitting in the dark thinking, oh, this just feels like a waste, an absolutely hopeless cause. This is a waste. What I cannot see how this is being, how it could have any effectiveness. But it's like you're actually miraculously doing better than you think. Because there's so much more that God is doing that is outside the human sphere. Isn't that cool? And he is a, a miracle-working God. And, you know, I don't think that days of miracles are behind us and I don't think they are a long way off. I think these are days of miracles. I think some of you are, some of us are current-day miracles and the stories of your life, what he's doing, that you might think you haven't even told anyone your story yet, but it's a miracle that you are still here. It's a miracle that you are holding on, and it is... Sorry, my phone's ringing. It's a little bit distracting. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it, is, it is a miracle. I said this to someone at Picton this morning. I said, I've been thinking about... You know, this person shared this story with me recently. I said, I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about your story. And it is encouraging me. It is, it is such an encouragement. I said, because you are a modern-day miracle. And I've been thinking that during the week. I thought, how many miracles do we have amongst us? And we might not even think that way. We mightn't think that because we just think, oh, you know, what, what's going on in my life? It's probably, you know, whatever. Some days I'm only just hanging in there. 
but the fact that you kept, you've kept going, you're probably doing better than you think. And um, so, you know, David was, tells us in uh, Psalm 16, uh, verse 1, that uh, David says, Keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you for refuge. You know, time and time again in the, the Psalms of, of David, in the prayers of David, he, he said, Lord, I need you to give me refuge. I need you to, to help me right now. I need you to, to, um, to turn up. I need you to make the difference here because I'm surrounded by doubts and fears. But I'm honest enough to say I, I know I need a refuge and I trust that you are my refuge. What I thought we would do just in this moment, and we're not going to be long today, is I thought I would, um, that we would just, we would slow down. And uh, that rather than putting a verse up on the screen and then talking about it, I, I just want to read a passage to you. And maybe you might like to close your eyes while I, while I read it. And I'd love for you to maybe allow it to, um, you know, to invite God to speak to you through it and that you might chew over it and savour it and it's something um, of sweetness or something something of vitality, something of life, something of hope, something that you need might come from it. And so this text I'm going to read, it's, it's from Psalm 16 and it's verses 5 to 9. Uh, yeah, five to nine. And so I'm going to read it once and maybe just listen and let that, let that as you hear the, the words, let the text come to you. And maybe a picture or a phrase or a word might come to your mind. So let's just do that. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice, for my body rests in safety. I'm going to read those words again and, and maybe this time as I read them, as you listen, maybe you might want to ponder them a little bit. And, uh, and maybe in, these, in the listening to these words, maybe there'll be an, an encounter for you with the living God. And Lord, we do ask that you would speak to us today, that you would uh, help us to encounter you today through your word. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land 
you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. Maybe just as you ponder that, you might like to say to God, or you might like to ask God, does this, um, what he wants to say to you from this? You might think about whether it speaks to you in, any, in some way and maybe why it speaks to you. I'm just going to read it through one more time. And so maybe now, this time, it might go from being something you've listened to to something you've pondered to maybe uh, something that becomes a prayer from a, from a thought to a prayer just in your own heart, in your own mind and in your own spirit. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety. Amen. Paul, do you want to... Oh, maybe the band can come up. Thanks, guys. So, Lord, we thank you today for your word. And that your word speaks to us. And that your word is powerful and it is holy and it is mighty and it is sharper than a two-edged sword and is able to do miracles in us and bring freedom and shift things that can't be shifted in the natural. So, Lord, I just pray that uh, whatever it is that you have spoken to each of us today from this short passage would be uh, something that is able to be taken from here today, to be thought about, to be pondered, to be prayed upon, uh, to be prayed over. Lord, we thank you that uh, your word is such an encouragement to us, that it is life. We thank you that, uh, that you're here today and you are helping us to lean into you. You're bringing encouragement to us. You're meeting us where we're at, whether that's in our, our fear or our failure or our disappointment or whether, whatever season we're in, Lord, I thank you that you meet with us 
and that you are, you're like the, you're like the coach that says, keep going, you know what, just keep, keep going, you'll figure it out, don't give up, you know, don't give up before the race is over, keep going. And we don't have to do that in any uh, particular way, Lord, but you just say, run your own race, walk your own lane, because each of us are unique and each of us uh, are on a separate journey. But I pray that in this place today, we, we would find encouragement in you, but also with one another. And even in a moment as we, after we finish the service and as we, we, uh, we chat together, I pray that there would be encouragement from one another. Lord, that you would help us through uh, the church, through our brothers and sisters, through this body, to be encouraged in these days. Thank you, Lord. Darren, did you have anything you want to share? the Lord was saying to me um, this afternoon was in line with what, what um, Pastor Ron was saying and that was about giving and it's um, such a privilege to be able to give and God tells us to bring all the tithes into the storehouse that they may be meeting his house and he will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there'll not be room enough to receive it. Now, that, that's a command to us uh, um, to tithe, but it's also a, just a most amazing promise that he's going to pour out a blessing. And, and, you know, the Abrahamic covenant is blessed to be a blessing. That's why God blesses us, so that we can be a blessing to others. And, and God tells us that he loves a cheerful giver. He doesn't want us to, uh, to be dragged screaming uh, to have to give to him. He wants us to give cheerfully to him. Freely have you received, freely give. So that's what I feel God was saying. So um, that message was spot on, Pastor Jill, because it was funny that, and Pastor Jill had mentioned, you know, I'm going to share something or pray after the service. So during worship, I was like, okay, Lord, if that time comes, what, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to say? And everything that ran through my head, Pastor Jill covered in her message. So I guess I want to reinforce that, that the enemy that you think you see is not your real enemy. And for some of you, that is a key point. It's a key point. Um, Steph Penny, you know, God just pointed you out to me and to tell you that 
And he loves all of us, but he wants me to especially say and remind you that God loves you. And the enemy that you think you see is not your real enemy. And that God's going to give you a new strategy on how to pray and how to approach the things that you're going through and for your husband as well. Because the enemy that you think you see is not your real enemy. And God is going to start to show you some things that are going on behind the scenes so that you can pray a lot more accurately and have a lot more victory for both of you guys. For Bella, it's good that you're here today. Similar thing for you. I just felt God, I didn't even know you were here. And I looked across and it's just like, you know, the, the enemy you think you see, it's not, it's not it. And, you know, for, for so many of us, the devil can try and disguise things that he's doing. He tries to mask what's really going on so that we can get distracted and struggle to see and, and to struggle to know how to pray and all that sort of stuff. But when we truly come before God and say, Lord, I'm going through this stuff. I just can't understand why. I don't know what's going on. And we ask, Lord, show us what's really going on. Who or what really is the enemy in this situation that I can pray more effectively and more powerfully than ever before, that I can target his plans? Because when we do that, he'll answer us. The Bible says, you know, if any of you needs wisdom, ask and he'll give it abundantly. And it's wisdom when we ask God to open our eyes to what's really going on behind the scenes so that we can pray more effectively. So if that's for you, you know, just, just reach out to God in this, this, we're about to worship Him more. Reach out to God and, and just grab hold of that, that message and, and, and listen out. You know, God might be trying to talk to you and you keep brushing it off. There is some of us, you know, and it happens to me where God keeps trying to tap on your heart and in your mind and tell you to, you know, think about this or do this or pray that. And we keep shrugging it off because it's like, you know, that's just my silly thoughts. It's not always the case. But after a while, if we keep shrugging it off, God will stop trying to tell us. So open your heart, open your, your ears, and listen out for the Holy Spirit. He's saying, no, don't focus over there. I want you to focus over there. I want you to pray against this. I want you to pray for that. And watch your doors come open. And watch the chains break free. Watch the blessing fall in your life like it hasn't before in certain areas because the enemy that you thought you were praying against wasn't your real enemy. Amen. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Mari. Yeah, God is doing good things. Why don't you stand up now? We're going to sing this incredible song one more time. And um, in this moment, while we sing this song, why don't you lean into God? Why don't you talk to Him in a way maybe you haven't talked to Him for a while? Why don't you ask Him to reveal Himself, show you something for this season? I believe He's going to continue to speak to us through this song. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message from our church. We pray that you feel empowered by what you've heard today. We hope that you can stay connected by following us online. You can find us at C3 Camden on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube or visit our website at www.c3camden.church. You always will be.